Welcome to Biancas. I am a born and raised Filipina, but my family moved to Australia year 2015. Join me as I talk about anything and everything about my life here down under. I used to think that I've got the capacity to release a new episode every Sunday, but it was my birthday weekend, so I decided to skip it. But welcome. Welcome back to a new episode of Biancas, and now that I'm a year older, this episode is a little self-reflection about myself. Today, I'll take a step back. I'll assess what takes up my free time and what I'm currently interested in, and I'll look at how I can improve myself every day. And hopefully, you can take something out of it. I work 8:30 to 5 p.m. every day, and as for myself. Working regular hours enabled me to establish routines. I'm a very organized person. I like planning my week whenever I can, and I think planning ahead is always good, so you don't get carried away with the unimportant things. Having plans help me improve myself more and more every day, and of course, I leave room for spontaneity, which is completely natural. So, my normal weekday starts with getting up around seven, getting dressed, and going to work. Since our office is really close to where I live, I like to think that I have more time to sleep, and sleep is always a good thing. I eat breakfast and lunch at work, send emails, and answer phone calls, then leave the office at five p.m. Depending on how I feel and depending on the season. Which is currently summer here in Australia. I go to the gym straight after work. I usually spend around、um, half an hour to an hour, and I guess I can say that fitness is one of my main interests in this season, which I'll talk more about later. At home, depending on who's scheduled to cook, as I've mentioned before, I lived with my brother and a friend. We eat dinner. We eat dinner together. Clean up, and then we go about our own ways. I would normally watch a bit of Netflix. I'm currently hooked on Downton Abbey, or read a book I've got *Becoming* by Michelle Obama, lined up with so many other books. And before I sleep, I read my one-year devotion, pray, and talk to God, and then spend some time on social media. One of the things that I realized last year was how toxic and time-consuming social media can get. This time last year, I would be spending at least a quarter of my day on my phone, and there would be times when I would keep scrolling and scrolling on Facebook or Instagram, watch YouTube videos after videos, and lose track of time. I used to spend at least two to four hours every night on social media, which is not very good for your eyes or your brain. But I've come to the realization that I can spend my time on more fulfilling things. Knowing that my phone has become an extension of who I am, at the end of last year, I've actively decided that I can use what was then social media time to do more productive things than that can go towards improving myself, like reading a book or working out or spending time with family and friends. One of the other things that I realized is that social media can get very hypnotic. Watching other people around me do it for hours and hours without even thinking about the time makes me wonder how far technology has come. I used to be like that, but gone are the days when we all used to stop and smell the roses. 
Instead, we're in the era where we take photos of everything or scroll through our phones while we wait for our food to be served in the table and not talk to one another. We always have time to do more things. We just have to sort out our priorities and be more proactive and conscious about what we do. I'm not perfect. I still scroll through social media on my phone, but it makes a difference if only we become more aware of the time we waste and to keep it in mind that this can be good, but in moderation. Now I'd like to talk about my current interests and I'm passionate about health and fitness, being more involved in the church and actively pursuing what God's purpose for my life is and love. So let me break this down a little, but to start, I think it was Pat, my boyfriend, who told me that I go through phases in my life where I get interested in a new thing, jump in on it, and get really excited. And then, after a month or two, I end up finding a new interest or a new hobby and move on. I laughed at him when he said this, but I couldn't agree more. This year, I'm actively deciding to stick to one thing and commit to being a better version of myself every day. I think I learned this from him too. Only you have the power to improve yourself every day. I got interested with health and fitness when I looked at myself in the mirror one day and thought, I'm not happy with what I'm looking at. Don't get me wrong, self-love is important and completely necessary. Love your bodies, especially ladies. This year is a time for everyone to get on board and stop body shaming. We are all beautiful. But yeah, I'm talking about how unfit I felt, how unhealthy I eat, and how I know I can do something about it, but I wasn't doing anything. That's what made me unhappy. I guess it always starts with acknowledging that there's something wrong or can be improved and that you all have the capacity to do something about it. Pat got me a healthy cookbook for Christmas and when I read the whole thing, I couldn't be more informed. It was all about knowing how much energy your body needs every day and how much food you actually need to reach your daily requirement and then of course, how much you can cut back to lose weight. I think I've been my heaviest all my life last year, and that's what motivated me to change. I can be fitter, I can be healthier, and I can feel more confident, and all it takes is to take that first step. I admit, it was hard at the start. I normally meal prep every Sunday for my lunches at work, but this time I had to think about what I put in my mouth every single meal. Breakfast, snack, lunch, snack, and dinner. Seven days a week. It was hard to plan the whole thing in one go, and for me, that didn't work. But I made myself, I made it easier by sticking to the right food source, and to me, these are food that grow naturally, meaning they're not processed and they came from a direct source like plants or animals. And then from there, you work your cooking and portions and put some moderation to it. I have no restrictions to myself. I eat anything, but I started to become mindful of my portions. And like I've said, do everything in moderation. 
Now, I also spend more time in the gym. I used to pay for my membership and not go for weeks and weeks, but when I started this self-development path, I went almost every day. Currently, I'm following a program called Power, spelled P-W-R, in the sweat app by Kayla Itzinis, and this is very popular here in Australia. With my body and weight goal, I want to be able to lose weight, reduce my body fat percentage, and be closer to lean as much as I can. Well, based on reviews, Power is a really good program, and so I've started doing that this year. But hey, look, it doesn't even have to be done in the gym. I think moving to a desk job where you're sitting down 8 hours every day, and coming from Macca's, which is more of a physical work, drastically changed my body. I gained body fat in places that are way too obvious, and I knew that my first step was to be more active. I started with running in the gym, and then I did a bit more of weights, and then I started running around my neighborhood. I went on power walks too, and did some YouTube yoga. I actually very recommend Boho Beautiful on YouTube. She is amazing and all her videos are very relaxing. But yeah, start with the little things you know you have access to. Sooner than later, I mean, it took me a month to see results. I lost at least 4 kilograms and I still want to keep going. I definitely feel healthier, I get less bloated, I have a better bowel schedule, and I know that I'm fitter and stronger than ever. It always starts with wanting to improve yourself. As long as you know you want to be better than who you were, than who you were yesterday, then there's nothing you can't do. The second thing in my passion playlist this year is to be more involved in the church and to be in tune on what God's purpose for my life is. I strongly believe, as a Christian, that you are here on earth for a purpose and that purpose is for the kingdom of God. You have your talents for a reason. You have your passions for a reason. And currently, I'm in the active pursuit of finding what my purpose is. Ask yourself, what makes your heart tick? What gives you joy? Like what Marie Kondo says, does it spark joy in your life? These are some of the questions I ask myself every day. I currently work in recruitment and I finished a diploma in IT, but I know that there's something bigger out there, something that will take me by surprise. In Isaiah 55, God says, As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. And how amazing is it to think that you are only dreaming of one thing, but God has something bigger planned for you. If only you actively listen to him, if only you involve him in all that you do, if only you tune in, then you can understand that you have access to something so much more than what the earth can offer. Lastly, love. Yes, L-O-V-E, love. I was driving to work one time and in our street, we have a neighbor who needs a bit of help as you can tell that she is a bit unusual in her ways. She is normally seen walking in the middle of the road, knocking on car doors, asking for money or cigarettes or this one time a lift. To my surprise, the lady behind me let her in her car and based on the hand gestures I can see from my rearview mirror, she agreed to drop her off somewhere she wanted. Then I thought about God's love. I thought about Jesus' heart. Would I have done the same thing? I don't think so. Would Jesus have? 
Yes, no doubt. When I get frustrated about things, I expect to go a certain way. There are times when I get mad, upset, and let myself feel anxious. This happens mostly when my cleanliness standards are not met, or when things don't go according to plan, or someone doesn't act the way I expected them to. One common thing? Expectation. Yes, expectation on others, expectation on my time, and expectation on myself. I'm not saying let down your standards and just always go with the flow. But what I've learned is that if God can forgive me and his grace is abundant and overflowing and he'd still choose to love me no matter how wretched and broken I am, then I have no reason to be angry. I have no reason to be let down by my own expectations when we're all humans and commit mistakes every day. I think love is such a big concept to talk about, but as the Bible says, the greatest of these is love. If we learn to love first before we judge, if we try to love first before we let our anger or our frustrations get the best of us, if we learn to love first before we resent, then more often than not, the benefit is to our own hearts. Instead of carrying anger and sadness and pain and unmet expectations, then I'm sure with love, our hearts can get 10 times lighter than the load it used to carry. It's not easy. We're not perfect. But it all starts with a simple thing. Start to look at others with more love, kindness, compassion, and empathy before all the other negative things you can think of. Try to be more gracious and loving, especially because God has been very gracious to us. Pick your fights and always ask yourself, is it worth my energy? Is this worth the battle? Is this worth investing my time in? Or can I direct it towards something that can lift everyone's spirit up? I guess it always comes back to that active awareness of the choice that we make. Spread love. Love more than you did yesterday and watch your heart get lighter and lighter every day. And this is a continuous process for me. I'm not perfect. I get upset and frustrated at times, but the goal is to improve every day and I hope you get inspired to do the same as well. Now I want to leave the questions to you. What takes up your free time? What are you currently interested in? What are you passionate about? What do you do to improve yourself every day? There you have it. I hope and pray that you've taken something out of this podcast just as much as I have gained benefit from this self-reflection. And that is the key. Do try and practice self-reflection when you can. You start by acknowledging what can be improved and then you work your way from there. And I promise you, you'll thank yourself when you keep the habit. If you have any questions, podcast topic suggestions, feedback, or if you want to learn more about something that I can help with, do flick through a message and I'll try and do what I can. Thank you for listening and I hope that you join me on my next episode. Till next time, guys. Bye.